This is the Timothy Project podcast, and I'm Chad Hunsberger. The Timothy Project exists to train and equip missionaries, pastors, ministry leaders, and uh, I am so excited today to be in Uganda with my brother Chris Mobs. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Excellent. Chris is a missionary here in Uganda working with an organization called Four Corners Ministries. Uh, this isn't necessarily a plug, but might as well be. Uh, Four Corners, is that, what's the website for that? Four Corners, spell it out, dot O-R-G. See, nice and easy. Um, Four Corners does several different things, but one of my favorite things to be a part of, uh, ministry related, uh, is that it has a, a pastor's training center here in Uganda, and we, we get to come in and participate, uh, serve alongside these brothers, these pastors, um, and so that's what we've been doing the last few days. And, uh, but I thought it would be good, Chris, you and I have talked, uh, a good bit about training up, uh, missionaries in particular and even knowing some of your story and some of the story we are experiencing at our church. And so I want you to imagine with me that, uh, that, that I'm a pastor, that I have no other staff and, um, you come to me and say, Pastor Chad, I think me and my family are supposed to be going to the mission field. In fact, better yet, I have preached a sermon that has said we're supposed to reach the nations. And so you you felt convicted by that and you say, hey, I'm in. What now that you are kind of hindsight's 2020, right? So now that you are on the field for seven, eight years or so, right? Yeah, eight years. Uh, now that you've been on the field that long, what, what would you be wanting from me as a pastor? So, so again, most of these listeners are pastors. And so I'm thinking about how we can help them think through what would be most beneficial because we want to be ready for that person. We want to be ready for people in our congregation to say yes to that kind of expectation to go to the nations. So what, what would you find most helpful from me or from any pastor, your pastor, when you, you answer, respond, yes, I'll go wherever that is. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I think of, this is going to sound maybe really, really simple, but if, if, if I'm that missionary, the first thing I want to see is joy in my uh-huh. pastor. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes pastors think of people as giving units. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no, I'm about to lose a faithful giver yeah. or a Sunday school teacher or whatever. And so I think the first thing that you need to do for that prospective missionary is to show them how incredibly joyful you are, that they're feeling this mm-hmm. this call. Uh, and then I think they need you as a pastor to come alongside them to help them discern the the legitimacy of that call. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, Chad, if I'm honest, we see a whole lot of missionaries. I'll put that in air quotes that you yeah. cannot see right yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> That really ought not be here. I mean, can I even say it that bluntly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can. because their pastors have not taught them what what real missions is, and so those are the first few things that jumped to my mind. I don't want to uh, dominate the conversation, but what is, I mean, that, that's what I think of. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so joy. Uh, I think that when I, I mean, I I feel incredibly blessed that we've had actually some people. In fact, one of our families uh, right. is here serving on this team yeah, with you. Thank you. <laughs> That. And uh, they were life group teachers for us. So Sunday school teachers. Yeah. Uh, they have 
kids in all of the ministries that mm-hmm. we have. The preschool, children, students. Yeah, uh, when you got six of them. Yeah, so, that's yeah. right. It was a loss yeah. for us. Uh, but I, I wanted to hug their neck and say, praise God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, at, at the same time, it feels like um, what can happen so often, especially in us Southern Baptist churches, mm-hmm. I'm going to, yeah. I am one. So is that Me we too. can kind of hand off this work to the International Mission Board. Mm-hmm. And so we will find our contact number and we will say, hey, Chris Mobs, here's the International Mission Board. Good luck. Yeah. Um, it, I would think I, I, we're not doing that. So I'm hoping that, that not doing that is is what is needed, like giving more than just a phone number and saying good luck. Yeah. Right? So are there, um, are there, uh, when you say walk alongside, yeah, help, help a pastor yeah. think through, are there some practical things? Are there, is it, is it call the IMB? Is it, is it look up other ministries? Is it, like, what is, what comes yeah. to your mind? Well, first of all, I think you're right. I mean, I come, I'm SBC, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not IMB. Right, and so I think the first thing a pastor maybe ought to do is 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 open his mind to other options. I mean, IMB is great. Listen, we're in a we're in a partnership with IMB mm-hmm. here, so right. Southern Baptist pastors I just want you oh, to hear that. Yeah, like yeah. we love our IMB brothers, but there's so much other there's so many other good gospel centered, Bible saturated ministries out there that maybe maybe a pastor ought to educate himself on so mm-hmm. that he can uh, pass those ideas uh, on to the people who are, who are showing up. But the question you ask, how, how does someone come along? Um, first of all, I think if you can help them discern uh, what missions actually is, mm-hmm. is, is a huge key component to sending healthy, um, God glorifying kingdom serving missionaries. And so I think sometimes in our, um, modern uh, uh, mindset. We, we think of missions more as social justice or digging water wells or helping the poor. And certainly we, we love all those things. I mean, well, social justice, we would have to define better, right, but, right, right. but we love all those things sure. as well. But if we're not engaging the gospel through local churches then I love how you put it in our conversation we had earlier. Mm-hmm. Then you might be doing ministry, but you're not doing missions. Right, right. And you as a local pastor, you want to send missionaries, right. not ministers that just do different uh, good deeds, yeah. if you will. So we, we differentiate that, uh, both at Colonial Heights and within the Timothy Project, the difference between mission and ministry. And churches, even locally, do ministry. And so we want we want that to happen. But, but mission is kind of ground floor type, establishment type work. And so we differentiate there, uh, some in that. Uh, I, I would, would say too, just as a, maybe as a little plug, we do have, uh, another episode where we specifically define that, uh, with Kylie Ham helps us as our global discipleship mm-hmm. pastor, helps define the difference between mission and ministry. And I would, I would encourage you, if you're listening to this and haven't caught that one, that would be very helpful in that Kylie did a great job of, of bringing more clarity to yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but I do. I, I think there's there's that kind of need to to the the person who's considering uh, missions. I also feel like uh, we we have not said what seems to be one of the simplest, but it is to pray. Mm. Um, I, I can't I, I can't imagine not being prayed over. Mm. Um, so so as a practical tip, I would say 
with joy, pray over the those in your, like literally put your hand on their shoulder and let them hear you. Pray for them by name and that God would grant wisdom and that God would grant clarity and uh, that God, if, if it's taking raising money, that God would raise money and yeah. all of those kind of things, right? Yeah, bring a team from your church alongside them mm-hmm. too that will pray for them, that will be their, their prayer partners, that will be their accountability. Man, it is so easy once you're on the mission field and even before you go on the mission field to feel like you're alone in this, mm-hmm. that, you're, that your family has uh, somehow um, made themselves, isolated themselves from normal Christians. That was scare quotes again. Um yeah, but just bring bring people alongside them so that they feel like they are truly being prepared, uh, uh, readied, and then ultimately sent mm-hmm. by their local church right. as opposed to by their sending agency. Right. So one of the things I love about Four Corners is that we're real clear as an organization. We are not a, a sending agency. We are a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches that mm-hmm. send, and we partner with churches like Colonial Heights and yeah. others yeah. To, to send missionaries. And so, um, yeah, I think if you were able to create a culture, a sending culture in your church where your people know, man, if we're sending someone out, I want to come alongside them, be with them in the word, talk to them about their call, make sure that they understand biblical ecclesiology and then launch them out together. I think we're going to have a whole lot more healthy missionaries on the mission field, which would be a, a great thing. Chris, you said something that is really hard for pastors to do, especially when they Pastors can feel very alone, but there are times that you need to say no or at least wait mm, to yeah. someone who is considering the mission field. Yeah. Uh, I would say that maybe more often than not, the answer right now might be wait mm. than a forever no. Right, like you might not be the Holy Spirit, or you aren't the Holy Spirit, so you might not be able to declare that they should never go. But certainly, uh, it could be everything from uh, actual maturity to spiritual maturity to uh, just uh, even even biblical knowledge. And so you could you can ask some questions about their understanding of things. I think about some of the questions we just received at the pastor training center. And if, if certain people were here, it would not be able to able to open the Bible and, and seek out the answer, not to say that they, by the Holy spirit couldn't bring out an answer, but but you would want them to be able to, to divide God's word with, with comfort. And so I would say um, that there are lots of things. Again, when I think of young, right out of college students, there are all kinds of one year, two year programs that, that can really kind of whet the appetite. I would be majorly in favor of those things. But I would say when someone's saying, I'm doing this, this is it. I'm, I'm moving. I think as shepherds, elders, pastors, we have the responsibility of at times saying, Hey, wait, maybe give it another year. Maybe give it another two years. Uh, not only to develop as a believer, but potentially to raise support or to, uh, sell your stuff, all of those kinds of things. Yeah. Please do that. Please. please. I mean, you are their shepherd. 
And sometimes sheep aren't ready to be sent out from the fold. And, and sometimes I think we're so pragmatic as pastors. I was a pastor before I came out here. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as soon as we hear someone wanting to go, we're like, that's great. Let's, let's get them on the mission field. You know, let's get them out there as quick as possible. Cause it, you know, it hits them. You know, it gets them out before the lost people. And at the mm-hmm. same time, you're able to say as a pastor, look what we just did. Yeah, right. Sure. Um, instead of truly assessing, is this person mature enough to be out here? Does he have a biblical understanding of what missions is. Because as we study the Bible, maybe that's something you ought to do as a pastor. Study missionaries in the New Testament, Paul being the most obvious example. Mm -hmm. I don't see Paul setting out from the church in Antioch to dig wells. And and I love people who dig wells. Let me be clear. I think that can be a a, a legitimate way to to do some mission work, some some ministry alongside some mission Mm -hmm. work. But he didn't set out with this big, massive plan to um, to, to solve a practical problem, he went to plant churches. He went to edify the churches that were already there and to equip them. And so that would be one thing that I would ask if I was a pastor. What is your plan to get engaged in the local church and come alongside them with whatever task you're doing um, to support the local church, to, right. to, to allow people to hear the gospel through your lips so that they can repent and believe and then be, get plugged into the local church? Because, you know, it, it's it's... Uh, so many pastors have said there is just one plan, and it is the Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. And if we're not about the the local congregations, um, then we're not really doing missions. Yeah, yeah. I think it's helpful that you say that because uh, what I don't want you to hear as a pastor is, okay, what if a single woman comes and says, "I feel like I'm supposed to go." They can't pastor, or biblically should not pastor yeah. a church in any. Either in, in another context, in that sense, either. And yet, we would hope that they would be coming alongside the church, even if they're there to dig a well, or yeah. if they are there, if they're, if the platform yes. and the way in which they're there is to teach or to, uh, to strategize or to be an architect or to fill in the blank, but knowingly that they're coming alongside a church, uh, that is here or one that is even being established. They're a part of a team. They're a part of an effort in that sense. Those things all stick out to me as significantly important. So it doesn't mean that only men and only married men and only pastors are the ones that get to come or go. It, it is, it is broader than that for sure, but it is under the ecclesiology understanding of the church that all of that should take place. Yeah, really what I'm what I'm pushing back against is is what I see too much of unfortunately and that is people who claim to be missionaries that are doing some sort of social justice work, business, uh, giving people jobs that will openly say we're not members of local churches. Right, right. And so if that single lady wants to go out and be a member, a faithful member of the local church and do something else as, a, as ministry, man, praise God for that. Mm-hmm. But does she understand that she's going there specifically? And do you do you even know as a pastor what church she's going to be a part of? Right. Now, let, let's back up a little bit because there's also pioneer areas where there are no churches. That's right. But when we send to those areas, and certainly they have to go with a business visa or whatever else, do they understand that their ultimate goal is to lead people to Christ and thereby start churches? Right. If they don't understand right. that, then they don't understand ecclesiology and yeah. mission. Yeah. This is this is really important. There's a lot to try to dig in to some of this. Uh, again, we've talked about some of these things before. Uh, we unpack some of this at some of our 
conference and other things. Chris, you and I talk about these things oh, a lot. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there, there's there, there's some some good books. Um, I think we've mentioned this on here. There's there's one called uh, No No Shortcut to Success, uh, a recent uh, book that has has been really good uh, and helpful. Um, and, and so I would I would encourage that one. Um, but is, is there anything else you would add to this, to these pastors' word of encouragement? Yeah, I mean, I think what you just said is so good, too. The resources. I mean, When Helping Hurts is another great oh, yeah. resource for, for missionaries. And we could probably, you and I could probably go on and on and list them. But um, yeah, I mean, see this as, as what it is a wonderful opportunity for you to continue to shepherd people who are at the tip of the spear. Mm-hmm. Even, and I would say this, even once they're out there, you are still their shepherd. They still need your your prayer, your support, your love, your encouragement. They need emails. They need phone calls. They need accountability. Um, man, what a, it, it is a great privilege to be a missionary, but we could not be here if we did not have uh, an, an amazingly healthy local church behind us that was supporting us in every way. Mm-hmm. So be that church. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I hope that uh, you have enjoyed this, that it was helpful for you and maybe even beneficial for you and your church and your ministry. If you have, you can rate it and review it, uh, share it on your social media. And thank you so much for listening.